0: Hey there! Welcome to Oak Town Boys. Uh season 3, episode 19 post All-Star break. Um feels like a reset. I feel
1: rejuvenated. Feels like a new year.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh we've got a
1: brand new squad and it's going to be a different story.
0: There have some changes have been made that as we... I'm sure all of you listening are aware but we will definitely get to it. That's right. Um but first Let's discuss
1: the. Let's discuss the wonderful uh, series versus the Red Sox. <laughs> uh,
0: we got swept, um, but we both. It's interesting. We both were lamenting. I guess not lamenting. Lamenting is not the right word. Uh, observing that it didn't. It didn't get me as upset as a sweep normally would for some we, reason.
1: We realized that sweeps are so common <laughs> that it's just not that big a deal. There's levels. And to we didn't get destroyed you know there's yeah. one truly terrible game yeah, game two is pretty otherwise. bad
0: but um yeah so that's that's interesting you know that's an interesting thing like you you find out that there's types of losing losing isn't all the same yeah you know? we
1: didn't walk 15 guys which we might have done earlier this year we yeah. didn't give up more than 10 runs yeah um not bad <laughs> we scored in every game we didn't get perfected
0: it's true yeah we have we have hit some lows recently so and none of none of them happened during this series is that a term um, getting
1: perfected? getting perfected. did i just
0: had a i mean think i coined I, it I, yeah I Do you mean, think maybe good? i haven't heard it before sure. so that's, we we'll, got we'll perfected
1: it. and i hope it never happens again yeah
0: i hope we never have to use it so um but anyway game one lost seven three sam long opened for medina sam long was not very good um gave up three runs and one plus i think Um, it was a bummer for sure it was a bummer Medina came in and was better was better than Sam he was better than Sam Long I mean he was fine honestly Um, I'll talk more about this later but I think he ended up giving up what four runs over six innings Um, you know what
1: pissed me off the most is I had uh, Jaron Duran going
0: and Sam Long struck him out
1: (laughs) everybody else was
0: getting everybody else was hitting frozen ropes (laughs) off of him Duran struck out um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, Seth Brown homered, which was cool. Um, offense wasn't really nothing doing other than that. Um, lost, you know, not much to say about it really. Pretty uneventful uh-huh. game.
1: Double from Bladey and Langleyers. Yeah,
0: but uh, just a just a loss, a little seven to three loss, nothing crazy. But like I said, mostly my take my takeaway is obviously anytime Seth Brown homers, it's cool, and Medina is definitely making progress
1: um the, the next game was the doozy not ooh. so hot yes not so hot at all bullpen uh, game yeah verdugo homered in the first inning three-run shot jaron duran my boy uh ooh. not not really but he homered <laughs> with two on in the fifth inning so two three-run home runs or no that's not right he had those are both sorry. They both had two outs at the time, but they both had one on two run shots.
0: Mm.
1: Not quite as bad, but still not good.
0: Yeah, it's bad when there's two of them.
1: Yep, and just a pretty good day at the plate for the Red Sox. Three hits by Arroyo, two hits by Cassis. On top of those home runs, two hits from Yoshida. Duran had a great day for me at the plate. He did. Three hits, including that home run and a double.
0: Just nobody could find it. Nobody could find it out of the A's. But It was all bullpen, guys, and nobody had, Pruitt it opened, I think, and then it was just Urseg had another
1: good. kind of crappy day. Struck out four through two, but gave up three runs. Fujinami though. One inning. Didn't give up anything,
0: so one true. hit, one K. That's true, he was the shining star.
1: Oh, and we had Felipe pitch. Who who is Felipe? Not entirely sure.
0: Angel hell Felipe.
1: <laughs> uh, Angel um, Felipe, yeah, and some guy that used to pitch for the Padres organization and newly is now, acquired, I believe, now in Oakland Athletics. So good, yeah. <laughs> Kudos to you.
0: Yes, welcome to the welcome to the club. Game three, um, JP Sears was sick. JP Sears again was very very good. Um, only got through five, which is a little bit unfortunate because um, Paul Blackburn came in out of the bullpen and kind of stunk it up, blew the whole thing. Uh, I think he gave <laughs> up what three runs in one inning. A weird blown save for Blackburn. Yeah, Paul Blackburn. And then came in it wasn't very good either. Yeah. Um, and Fuji, again, scoreless. <laughs> Fuji again. Fuji again. He, he lowered um, his ERA to nine. nine I know. Zero, I know. zero, zero. Three-digit. He's got a three-digit three, three ERA. That's what we're the talking about. The day
1: included a home run from all-star Brent Rooker. And um, two
0: more. Two, two other hits also. Absolutely. Yeah, three for three. Three for three day with a home run. As we I'll will discuss back. a little bit more, he's hot. He is hot. He's very hot. Um, but yeah, so this was this. I thought they might win, honestly. There were there were a couple points where I was pretty sure we were going to win this game, and then we lost. Um, but there was a, I think this, I think this game is maybe why I felt like we didn't get swept because this game was like pretty good. Maybe. <laughs> this <game> was,
1: maybe. <laughs> Yoshida hit a go ahead shot off Waldachuk. <sighs> Ken Waldachuk, man. In the eighth, and that was the ball game.
0: That's all it took. And then we were into the All Star break. And speaking of Brent Rucker going three for three in home ring, um, Brent Rooker is our All Star, and he was he smoked a double in the All Star game. Absolutely. When he hit it, I thought it was a homer, honestly. Um, and it turned I, out, I think I was being a little bit excitable because it turned out to like, it wasn't really like super close to being a homer, but it was like over the right fielder's head. He did really get a hold of it.
1: I took the opposite perspective. I thought maybe it was a weak fly ball or maybe like a, a gapper, but not that deep. Um, and it was, yeah, great. Great hit by Brent Rooker. I think I saw somewhere it. Had been since the 80s, maybe, since the A's had an all-star, hit a double in the all-star game.
0: Yeah. So, Brent Rucker. Brent Rucker showing up, showing out for the A's. I, wasn't it an RBI double? I think I'm it, might, sure. have it, it honest, might have been. I'm not sure. Or he might
1: have scored. Know. Something about it scored a run, I believe. Produced
0: a run. Um, producing runs. They,
1: they all ended up losing. Or winning? No. Losing. Yeah. Losing. For the first time in like nine years, which is kind of
0: MV all-star game MVP, last year. Hit a, hit a go-ahead homer.
1: We have previously said you should pick him up in fantasy baseball. Yeah,
0: you guys should listen to us. You know, he, he, you would have had the all-star game MVP on your roster. Um, yeah, uh, Brad you know, Rucker
1: has been hot lately. He has been
0: very hot. He, and it's interesting, like, do you – I hope we keep him around because I think we probably have our arbitration on him for at least – there's probably some team control in there. And he's been fine. And, and we've been we've been kind of getting fleeced in trades recently, so I really don't want to trade him.
1: That's right. He was cold. He was ice cold. Over the last 28 days, he's got a 189 batting average, 650 OPS. That's a not, good. not so good. Basically like a, what is this SOPS? Relative League Splits. Okay, I like it. He's got an SOPS plus of 76 over the last 28 days. Uh, last fourteen days, up to three hundred eight average, which uh, is better than One oh nine eight OPS. Good for one eighty nine on the OPS plus scale. Yeah, last, that's
0: over, You know, that's thirty plate appearances. That's not insignificant. So that's a no. We'll take that. Not two weeks. We'll take that.
1: Last seven days, two eighty OPS. <laughs> that what?
0: is godly. Yes,
1: including a nine oh nine slugging.
0: Yes. The slugging, you know, there was he. Brent Rucker has definitely shown the ability to get his slugging percentage like over a thousand for stretches of time.
1: No, it doesn't need to be mentioned. Is due to the All Star break. The last seven days is only three games, so yeah, it's very small sample size. Yeah, but Uh, but he's 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 back, and there was definitely. A few weeks where I was slightly worried that he was a flash in the pan, and I think he's gonna have a, a fairly solid career. I, I see a Mark Canna esque career.
0: I agree. I agree. He's he's definitely better than I thought he was gonna be. And we were optimistic. Absolutely. We were optimistic, and this is better than I would have expected. You know, so yeah. that's, we, we got love from Brent Rucker. He, you know, and if he's streaky, he's streaky, that's fine. If it ends up in 33 homers, great. You know, like all that really matters is what the numbers look like at the end of the year. Cause that's what you did. You know, like if we, I think one of the big problems is that we just don't have that many other players that can get that hot on our team. So it's like when he's not hot, you know, nobody's really hitting that well. So that's why it stands out so much when he goes cold. Cause it's like, eh, you know, well we got nothing going on if he's not hot. So Ain't
1: that the truth,
0: which kind of, I feel like leads into our other topic pretty well. Um, were that we call it the half we call it the first half of the season it's not it's not half it's like but point five seven um what are some biggest takeaways what um let's start with the bad first what's gone worse than so, we thought
1: this is completely off the top we're not looking at stats yeah. uh just the pitching at the beginning of the season was terrible it was maybe some of the worst pitching we've ever had to watch as Ace fans yeah i mean entire it's, life.
0: it's some of the worst pitching i think there's ever been It's possible. Really. Um, Especially like sustained, continuing to throw those guys out there regardless of results. Like, I think that was, it was like jarring.
1: Absolutely. You know? And the team was on track to be the worst team ever at points. So, over the past month or so, I mean, the pitching looks pretty good most of the time. 60%, 70% of the time. It's tough
0: because comparatively it looks amazing. Comparatively it looks
1: amazing. They're still giving up... Too many runs. They're still the, you know, the lockdown closer type person has not emerged at no. all,
0: and it's not due to lack of opportunity. You know, like if no, someone really wanted, if someone really wanted to take that role, they could just go ahead and grab it. You know, they could just do it. Um, but I think overall, it's uh, it's been it's been pretty it's been a pretty bad year. It's been a pretty bad year.
1: <laughs> been a pretty bad year.
0: Pretty bad year. And the way um,
1: things are going lately. I could conceivably see this team making a push for a 500 second half, you know, not Hopefully. achieving a 500 season, but a 500 second half. I mean,
0: even like a 400 second half would be so much better than what we watched for the majority of this season that you yes, know, it would, you know, like let's start with some series wins, you know, like maybe it's got like three series wins a month, or what if we four got like, series wins a month,
1: four series wins in a row at one point, that, that would be, be cool.
0: That'd be cool. Um, But I think... So, things that have gone... Okay, so that stuff that's gone bad, most of the stuff. Stuff that's gone worse than we expected it to, honestly, most of the stuff. Our expectations were low, but damn, they were not this low.
1: Uh, The only things that I can think of that have gone well this year, and one of them has since gone quite terribly, actually, uh, Mason Miller was amazing. He, totally. The he situation awesome. has not turned out so great cuz he's on the injury list with a very questionable injury that could maybe lead to Tommy John and we do not want that. Right. Um but then you got Brent Roker, who we've discussed. Ryan Noda has been great. I I think any major league baseball team would look at that guy and what he's done this year and say he belongs on our squad. Like, yes. He's got a I mean, 1.7 OPS plus. He's playing what looks like decent defense I off the top of my head, I don't know what his metrics say. Me
0: neither. But for a rookie...
1: His plate appearances look good. He has yes. clearly excellent plate discipline since he's basically... I think he's leading the league in walks or something.
0: Yeah, and the power is there too. You know, I mean, he's second on the team in doubles. He
1: strikes out too much, but I don't care if you get on base at a
0: 381 clip. And with what... With the plate vision that he obviously has, I feel like he's capable of cutting down on the strikeouts. I agree. You know?
1: I think he has... It looks, not only is he good now, but it looks like he'll get better.
0: Yes, I agree. And um, J.P.
1: Sears Sears. is the next bright spot. He has the highest war on the team. He's fantasy viable, which most players on the A's, that's not the case. Not even close. He's just really the only starting pitcher that has carried his weight at all. Yes. And I don't know if. He would look this good on another team, but man, he looks great on the A's. And team. when
0: he looks good, he looks really, really good. So, you know, we're building towards something, hopefully. And he is one of the people that is going to be part of that something that we're building towards, which is nice. You know, that's nice to know. It's nice to know that we have at least one dude pitching the ball that's not hurt right now that might be part of the future of the A's rotation. Yep. And you know,
1: it's nice to know that we fleeced the Yankees in a trade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's, I, you got to love that. You know, you got that moral victories do exist, and that's a moral victory for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, How do we
1: we miss this real quickly? All Star Game, Ace Ace fans protest. There was totally
0: some chanting
1: of "sell the team." It was
0: it was you could hear it on TV. I think you know.
1: I think a lot of people wanted to tell us to be disappointed because it wasn't yeah. as clearly recognized as it was during the A's boycott in Oakland. But I take the other approach. This was the All-Star game. This was one of the highest levels of visibility you could possibly achieve, and they were visible. Yeah. And they made themselves known multiple times.
0: I think it's gotten to the point where there's a little bit of smoke. You know, like, if people are paying attention to baseball, then you know that something's going on. And this definitely got those people's attention, you know? So, like, I think it was a good showing. I think it's the best the best you can do on a national stage that's run by baseball who doesn't want anything to make it on there, I'm sure. It made it on there.
1: Yeah. You know? And and that's my moment of the week also is at the All Star game, the mayor of Oakland flew to Seattle to show Rob Manfred that there actually is a deal in place in Oakland, pretty much ready to go. Yeah. And that everything Dave Cavill and John Fisher say are lies. Yes. So that was very ballsy on her part. And I just have mad respect for that woman.
0: Yeah. We appreciate, we appreciate it so much. Like that's, you know, that's because that's kind of the just, point that it's yeah. at. It's, it's just, their people are just lying. They're just, you know, just like telling lies about the situation and you can't stand for that. You know? Um, so yeah, I do. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I mean, I, Kevin Johnson had to do a lot of work to keep the Kings in Sacramento for sure. Um, and it was a move
1: right out of, out of his playbook.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, 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 we'll see. We'll see if it, we'll see if it works it's, out.
1: I'm just glad that she's doing something. So I agree. Thank you, Mayor Shang Tao. We appreciate it.
0: Um, Everyone that's trying to keep the A's in Oakland is a uh, friend of this podcast, and she is definitely on that list. That's right. Dan, um, your
1: moment of the week in A's land?
0: My moment of the week was, strangely enough, Luis Medina uh, battling through six. Um, He looked pretty good after after long looked bad. And, you know, I feel like it's tough for a young guy to come in against the lineup that has already gotten a good look at a guy who's not pitching well, you know, because then they're feeling good. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they've gotten a bunch of good swings off against Sam Long. So they, you know, like a lot of them are coming up for their second at bat, having like smoked a ball in their first at bat. So Medina, yeah, like I said, like I I think he struck out like seven or eight. Right. Like he he was looking pretty good. I think it was six. Um but Luis Medina Luis Medina's continued progress despite um occasional speed bumps and it was
1: it was nine nine he shot nine budge there was a 6 innings pitch yeah
0: and he so we'll take nine strikeouts nine nine strikeouts one walk absolutely thank um Luis Medina Please Luis Medina is my bright spot for sure beautiful okay we got a look back here huh Let's see.
1: Relief pitcher. Started with Oakland A's in 2004, age 23. Put up a couple of bad years of gaudy numbers and very minimum minimal games pitched but started to turn things around around 2007 oh blossomed into a pretty darn good bullpen piece for the San Francisco Giants in 2010 where he went on to win three world yeah. series rings played with them until 2016 till age 35 then came back to Oakland for 2 years uh, 2017 2017 and 18 which were actually pretty competitive one of them was yeah. a pretty competitive season for the A's, and he pitched in 26 games. Did pretty good. Had a 133 ERA+. Plus. Any um, ideas, Dan? Do you need any hints?
0: I will take a hint, yes.
1: He, When he first came to the big leagues, he had a different name than he did for most of his career. He was a top prospect in MVP baseball 2005. I can tell you his old name...
0: His old name was his old name.
1: I believe it was Jaime Garcia. Oh my
0: god! I keep, I'm so close to. I keep wanting to say, I keep wanting to say, "Use Mero Petit," and I know it's not. Oh,
1: it's, it's close! Oh man, so similar. Um, his last name rhymes with. Castillo. Well so it sounds like Castillo.
0: Oh Santiago Casilla. There we go. Wow. Santiago Casilla. Wow. Man. Got him again. You got me again.
1: Man, it and good. dude,
0: that's that, yeah, that's gettable. Yeah, yeah, because I knew, man, he had 38, he had two 30 save seasons for the Giants. Man. I got so it, it's funny how you get stuck on someone. I was so stuck on Usmar Petit. Um anyway, coolest thing. You saw in baseball.
1: So the all-star game was actually kind of fun to watch for me at points. Um, there was a moment where Nathan avaldi was pitching. He was mic'd up and he was talking to John Smoltz in the broadcast booth. Like each pitch, like, should I throw a cutter away? Throws a cutter away, gets a swing miss, goes, should I do it again? John Smoltz immediately goes, oh yeah, follow that up. Yeah, And just, it was pretty cool hearing like two stud pitchers talking shot.
0: Like go through the process yeah. of. Striking a batter yeah. out.
1: And I think it's the best they've done that in the All-Star game. They've yeah. kind of tried it at times, and it, it really worked this year.
0: Yeah, and it was funny when uh, Juan Soto was mic'd up when Rooker doubled. Totally. And he was like, yeah, he hit that pretty hard. And he was like, yeah, he totally did. <laughs> <laughs> um, my coolest thing was Julio Rodriguez had a 41 home around in the home mm-hmm. run derby. Mm-hmm. He didn't end up winning the home run derby. Um, shout out to Guerrero. Um, young glad. But yeah, 41 home around is very exciting. And it was in Seattle. It was an electric moment. It was a very, very electric moment. And Julio Rodriguez, I he's on my fancy team and he's stolen a bunch of bags, but he hasn't hit that many homers. So no. hopefully this got him locked in that. on the homer swing.
1: He seems yeah. like the type of guy where that might be happening.
0: Well, and I also feel like sometimes it's the other way. People are hitting tons of homers and then they're in the home run derby and then they like lose their home run swing. He hasn't had a home run swing really, yeah, so hopefully, well hopefully it's the other way around. Gave it a shot, you know. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, fantasy, fantasy face off.
1: Weird, weird fantasy face off. There was. was basically one to two games, maybe three max for each of these players. Yeah, I did terribly. Sonny Gray got me three point 3. three. Anthony Rizzo got me nine point seven. They did quite great. Bailey Ober twenty point nine. Mickey Moniak twenty seven point seven. So that's an obvious win for Dan.
0: I'll take the W on that one for sure. That's exciting. Next. I, I feel like I have lost maybe two weeks in a row, so that's a nice little maybe. bounce back. What are you doing moving forward? I am going to go with Francisco Lindor, who's been pretty hot for the Medis, um, and Sandy Alcantara, because I need him to... Really, he's that. Yeah, I think he had a good start, either last start or the start before that. And for fantasy purposes, I really need him to lock in.
1: Man, that's an interesting trade target right there. So, fantasy wise, um, don't think the A's are trading for Sandy Alcantara. No, I don't think so either. But if they did, I wouldn't mind. Uh, mine are Josh Jung, who is totally flown under the radar, but is having a great season,
0: and is part of a, a strong lineup, which helps.
1: Partially, was in denial that the Rangers had such a good rookie, uh, and Blake Snell, who's hot. Absolutely,
0: and the Padres need him to be to keep it going as good as he can traded. possibly be. I know, yeah, which would be sad, but um, man, the Padres what a mess. We could we could do a whole different we could do a whole different podcast on that.
1: A's fans, you know, it's we do have the worst season of anybody. Let's yeah. be real, record wise for sure. But our expectations versus on field, our expectations versus mm. the reality is pretty similar to you know. That's what we thought it would be. Yeah. But for the Mets and the Padres. Oof. Yeah. Oof.
0: Well, and also, I feel like it's... worst se- Worst season is tough because we have, like I said, we have the worst record. I don't know if we're... Ha- we have the worst record. I don't know if we're having the most disappointing season.
1: The Royals have- are having a really disappointing season. Yeah. I thought they were out of their... And they're thing. not much better
0: than us. No. You know? No, just so. as
1: bad, basically.
0: Um, so, doing a little bit shorter because we got some things that we got to do. Um... But yeah, I mean, and also there's there's there was not a whole lot. There wasn't that much. There were there weren't Did, that many games wait a actually.
1: Did we mention Soderstrom and Zach Galloff?
0: Oh yeah, Soderstrom and Galloff got called up. This is
1: this was supposed to be part of the second half prediction. Just they're coming up. We got Freddie Tarnock coming back. Lawrence Butler, up to triple a couple a. other guys are moving up to triple A. Like the gears are moving. We might see a decent club tape shape
0: on the field soon. And and. Yeah, we're definitely going to find out about some prospects, which is always exciting. Yeah, it's always fun. I Because mean, that you forget that's the fun part of losing. You get to look at the young guys. Yep. yep. And here come the young guys. Here they come, babe. And for fantasy purposes, Soda Strum right now is catcher first base eligible, and Geloff is second base eligible, but I think we'll probably play some third. I
1: hope so, yeah. And, and he's only he... got to
0: play, you only got to play, what, like 10 or 15 games before you're eligible for a position like in fantasy. That. So Geloff I wouldn't not be surprised ends up third base eligible at some point point. and both of them if you need those positions definitely take a roll roll the dice on both of them because I think they're both going to be playing
1: I was tempted to take Gal off but I don't really need to pick up a second baseman only right now right
0: righty. well that's all we got for you this week um well what do we have coming up we are we got baseball man we this week baseball. was
1: kind of boring huh
0: it was kind of boring We got the Twins.
1: Three at home against the Twins. And then we're playing the Red Sox again. The Sox. Four at home against the Astros. Let's win these three. And then we got another uh, interesting thing happening in San Francisco. Another boycott going on on the 26th, I believe.
0: Shout out Giants fans, honestly, because a lot of people have been buying into that. And it's been very. uh, The camaraderie has been strong. Yep. Um, So. Yeah, look, we'll talk more about that probably next episode as it gets a little bit closer. Um, but that's happening. Two game against the Giants, which we should totally sweep, by the way. We should, But we anyway. alrighty, we will talk to you next week. And in the meantime, go, go ahead. Bye-bye.